Hello, and welcome to Rise of the Data Cloud. Today's episode features an interview with Ashok Chenaru, Chief Data and Analytics Officer at Anthem. Ashok has spent nearly 20 years transforming how the insurance industry tackles data. In this episode, Ashok gives us a peek into the world of AI and healthcare. He shares how shifting to the cloud impacts patients, how the pandemic has affected digital adoption, and much more. So please enjoy this interview between Ashuk Chenaru, Chief Data and Analytics Officer at Anthem, and your host, Steve Ham. So, it's it's great to have you on today. I think the timing is really incredible because here we are in the biggest public health crisis in more than 100 years, and we have you on from a company that's at the center of dealing with, with health in the United States. And you're really at a pivot point, and it'll be great to get your insights. I wanted to start uh, by asking you to describe Anthem's business and also the role it sees for itself in transforming healthcare. Yeah, good morning, Steve. Uh, thank you for having me. Really appreciate to participate in the podcast. So Anthem is an innovation leader dedicated to improving health and making healthcare simpler. You know, through its affiliated companies, you know, we serve more than 107 million people, including 43 million within our family of health plans. And we aim to be the most innovative, affordable, valuable, and inclusive partner. And we are also radically you know, committed to simplifying healthcare for our stakeholders, for our consumers, you know, the employers we serve, and more importantly, the community, and enhancing their experience in the healthcare journey. So our digital-first approach provides consumers the opportunity to engage in healthcare services through a spectrum of care you know, with digital-first you know, then to a virtual care, and then to a physical in-person. Consumers can engage in technology like chatbots or even this AI-driven conversational tools to get information about their situation or any health condition they have, you know, and then engage in a virtual care if needed, like a video visit or texting a doctor, and then select the you know, in-person physical care when appropriate. So through this holistic approach to meet the needs of the whole person, we are creating and delivering an innovative data-driven solutions that are personalized, proactive, and predictive. I think that's a very nice description of the company's strategy and its various dimensions. I know that the company sees a role for itself in transforming healthcare. So what is the transformation that the company thinks has to happen and what is the role of Anthem in it? The role of Anthem in transformation is really being able to make the healthcare simpler like for our customers and really leveraging digital first data-driven insights to able to serve the members at the time of need. You know, like you said, we are in a pandemic where Digital acceleration has helped, like with virtual care visits, but more importantly, making healthcare personalized. So we see Anthem in the middle of, through the number of people we serve, being a big key player in the transformation. Yeah, yeah. So you have the lifetime patient record idea, 
which gives a holistic view of the person. It seems like that's an essential piece yes. of what you're bringing yeah. to this transformation. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about how that works? I think the label, you know, people probably get a sense of what it is, but explore that a little further. Yeah, no, absolutely. That great question. One of the anthem, like I said, we serve you know, 107 million you know, people with 43 you know, like million of them in our health plan. Now, our, one of our foundational asset is the data we have. We have fairly rich data for almost 80 million lives, 80 million members. And the data is a combination of the claims data that we get, the EMR medical records data that we get from our like uh, hospitals, like physician practices. And that also includes behavioral health data and also social determinants or social drivers of health, housing, transportation, you know, food insecurities, and uh, some of the external data like biometrics and uh, even sensor data. So we combine all of that into a lifetime patient record. So it can give us the longitudinal view. Just to give you an example, using this data, we would know when like all the hospital visits that the patient had what conditions they are on. And, uh, you know, we could use that to build predictive models to see what, what would their health situation look like or could they become diabetic if they have certain early indicators, if you will. So we can use that data and really serve our mem members around the core anthem, you know, theme of simplifying yeah. and servicing our members. So you might you might see a pattern yeah. that the primary care doctor hasn't noticed no, yet even yes. and bring it to their attention. Yes. That's a fantastic yep. advance. Yep. I really, Absolutely. I like that. Yep. Yeah. You know, as I mentioned to you before, when we spoke, I'm a customer of Anthem. So I'm very pleased to see all these kinds of forward looking things that you guys are doing because it benefits me personally. So. No, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Snowflake. Join 50,000 of your peers at Snowflake's annual global user conference, Snowflake Summit this June 8th through 10th. Hear from Snowflake customers, industry thought leaders, and more about how they bring data together now with the data cloud. Learn more and register at snowflake.com slash summit. So uh, what is your role in the company? So my role is I'm the chief data and insights officer. So now, and what that means is I'm accountable for the enterprise data management platforms and all the analytic application development and platform uh, delivery. Like I mentioned earlier, we have a, a tremendous data assets. So the key is how do we take that data and translate it into actionable insights, and then that would lead to outcomes and then repeat the whole process. So with the whole theme of moving towards an insights-driven organization, all the insights that we gather, how do we give it to our primary care provider so they can use that to serve our members or provide the right care to our members? Or, or how do we tell our employers that we serve that here are the programs that they can focus on around the wellness theme? We are definitely evolving into the ecosystem of making healthcare affordable, servicing our members, etc. So, yeah. and as far as my career path, 
I started my career uh, working at you now like the, the then the software giants, you know, Oracle and SAP, but data and, uh, you know, BI, business intelligence slash analytics have always been my passion right from day one. You know, I always have been a data driven, like found data to be the differentiator. But now with the cloud and the compute being a lot more and even the richness of data that's available, like they say data doubles every day, it's become more relevant or it's become a centerpiece of everything we do, right? So, so really fortunate to be um, having that experience throughout my career. Yeah. So you've been from both sides, both the, the, the software supplier side and, and now working within a large organization yeah. as the customer of, of technologies. So data is extremely important. There are new ways of managing it, storing it, analyzing it. What are the most important kind of leadership or management lessons that you've learned along the way or that you're practicing now to really get the full benefit from data for your organization? From a leadership standpoint, I would say it's definitely not about me. It's about the team. It's about inspiring people and also really pushing that while we need to execute and not worry about failing fast, but also have that strategic mindset more in like a zoom in and a zoom out mindset, you should have a big picture view, but also be able to zoom in into the specifics. I've always yeah. been fortunate to have different types of mentors throughout my career. But one thing that I definitely was advised very early is do take time to self-reflect and adjust. Because I think everybody is busy, but it's a matter of how do you spend your time most effectively, and then give time to reflect and see where you can improve. So you're constantly figuring out a way to make yourself better or use the time more valuably. And one one key thing I remember that a, a mentor told me like almost 15 years back is it's not about the size of the team you manage, it's about the impact, right? So and, and from an Anthem standpoint, I, I think the biggest opportunity for me is really being able to create an impact to the millions of members we serve in terms of whether it is like helping them at the time of need or providing them the right access to care or really making healthcare simpler and affordable. Now, I, I understand that Anthem has undertaken a transformation really internally in terms of its IT to really embrace the data cloud over the more traditional on-premises computing. So could you talk a little bit about that? Why did you go on that journey and what's your strategy for taking advantage of the data cloud today? Great. Yeah, absolutely. One of the biggest anthem a few years back, we started the whole cloud journey yeah. for some for a number of reasons like i think one of the key reasons being the traditional on-prem computing does not have the elastic aspect where right. for a company of our size as the the petabytes of data we manage elasticity is really important and on-prem computing could not provide that in a cost-effective manner so that's number one number two is it helps us to be more agile and fail fast without making huge investments. You pay on demand, and then uh, there's a lot of innovation that's happening in the cloud as well. And that flexibility, the elasticity, 
and, and even disaster recovery is more economical compared to the traditional on-prem disaster recovery. And more importantly, it helps us to collaborate better in the ecosystem because in healthcare right now, while we can process the data and create insights, it's about the collaboration. The example you mentioned earlier, sending our data to a primary care provider or sending data to a, a community food bank, for example, who we are collaborating with to seamlessly exchange data. So cloud enables that much more easily uh, compared to the on-prem models. And for us, the big thing is staying true to our core principles of how do we serve our members or simplifying healthcare. And, And we believe with cloud being in the center of enabling us to be agile, Uh, really helps us to innovate, uh, which in terms really helps our consumers. Yeah, the whole idea that it's a system, I mean, people kind of use that as a a word to describe it, but it's a system because there's all these different players that, and if they collaborate, everybody does better. And especially the individual who needs care or needs well-being. So I think that's the idea of sharing the data that way and having it as a almost a, a shared resource is really powerful. Now, at some point, you started to work with Snowflake. So I wanted to get into a little bit of that history. When did that happen and why? And, and, and what are you using Snowflake's data cloud technology for today? So we started working with Snowflake about two years back. And again, as part of our migration to the cloud, Snowflake was considered as one of the partners in the in our uh, ecosystem. The focus for us was how do we first uh, get our the core foundational data to the cloud and uh, and Snowflake being one of the leaders was uh, the reason that we selected them as a, a partner like uh, because see part of having so much data, and our company moving towards an insights-driven organization, the demand for like new new types of like analytics or new types of AI models grew at a tremendous pace, and and cloud was really our only option. So so any of the net new workloads too, we started to move them to the cloud, so that way we didn't have to do it first on-prem and then migrate. So, so now we are in a situation where we are only doing on-prem if there is a real a, a lack of that capability on the cloud. So kind of uh, you know, having this mindset of let's do it on the cloud first versus in the past, we were a little bit more on-prem mindset. So, so that's, that's really the, the transformation that's happening with migrating a lot of our analytics to the cloud. That makes total sense. Hey, let's drill down a little bit now. Can you think of a couple of examples of how you're using the Snowflake Data Cloud, either in in any aspect of your business, leadership or analytics for dealing with point of care for physicians? Yeah. Talk about a couple of those. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, yeah, Great question. Uh, I'd say one uh, example is going back to the, uh, we have a lot of data and the lifetime patient record. Uh, one of the key aspects is, okay, we have all of this data, the claims data, the medical records. We also know when a patient has been admitted or discharged from the hospitals. 
and the social drivers of health. You know, last year in 2020, almost 54 million people had some sense of food insecurity. So that which means it's access to healthy food, you know, in that 18 million children, right? So from a statistic standpoint, that's almost about 35% higher than 2018. When we started to look at the social drivers, the food uh, insecurity, the, the, the data that we get from a lot of third-party aggregators, and, and the pandemic obviously accelerated a lot of this. Now, So giving that holistic view and helping the members who are in real need versus just focusing on members who are just looking at them in their clinical drivers, but not like uh, their social drivers. So we pivoted more to a holistic view and the analytic platform really helped us to target, okay, here are the communities we need to target, here are the members, and if they are COVID positive, how do we help them with transitions of care once they get discharged from a hospital so they don't get readmitted? So number of different ways around, again, the whole Anthem score principle of servicing our members and really simplifying healthcare. Yeah, I, I, the thought of food insecure people at a time of COVID and sorting through all those social issues and the care issues, I think that's a, a really wonderful thing that the company's doing. So. Congratulations on that. Okay. It's interesting to think about the culture of your company. And I, one of the things that caught my eye was the hackathons that you've been, yeah. you've been having around the world. You anonymize the data, of course, because we don't want to violate HIPAA rules and other kinds of rules and things like that. But then you invite brilliant people and groups from outside the company to kind of use it and, and see what they can do with it and see what they can do to improve health and healthcare. So if you could talk about that program, yeah. what you've done with that, any of the, the insights you've gotten out of it, that'd be great. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, very, uh, very proud of, we call it our digital data sandbox. Right now we have uh, now close to 70 no, anonymized data. So like you said, no PHI or PII in information compromise there. And uh, I think we have run close to 14 or 15 hackathons. And um, it really opens up the, the opportunity to help build any of these AI algorithms, et cetera. So it's not just limited to uh, the engineers we have uh, within Anthem. So recently, there was a hackathon that was focused on behavioral health. How can we leverage the data to see if there is any linkage to clinical conditions or because of COVID, a lot of great insights. Uh, so it really increased our capacity to accelerate a lot of this innovation and, and, and even like really help leverage the power of data because there's so many priorities within Anthem and we feel that by opening up our data sandbox, it also has helped create a lot of opportunities for us to partner in the ecosystem and like, because we may not have all the data, they could be a partnership with another company within the healthcare ecosystem to combine forces that can help under the term of data for good, where we can help even in some of the new drug discoveries or the next big thing in healthcare. And, and cloud computing has really helped us in terms of partnership, data sharing, et cetera, again, under the theme of data for good. Yeah, so the cloud computing makes it much easier to give access yeah. 
number one, gather a, a wide variety of different kinds of data sets yeah. and then give access to a wide variety of partners who might want to either contribute or, or analyze that data. But l- let me, um, you, you mentioned behavioral health, and I'm not quite clear on that. What insights did you get about behavioral health that were useful to you? Yeah, I mean, so I'll give an example. If uh, we have a, a one of our members uh, who's living alone or you know, does not have the needed support once they get discharged from the hospital or, or even with COVID you know, and the isolation, there's been with our telehealth, you know, like one area that has consistently has gone up from a usage perspective is anything related to mental health, like uh, slash behavioral health. Uh, when we start to look at the data, we have to factor in, factor in uh, if they have had, we have seen a direct correlation if, if somebody has mental health issues or, or even drug-related uh, issues, tying them to their clinical conditions, tying them to whether they live alone, uh, getting that holistic view is going to be very critical because if you have diabetes and if you just try to focus on treating that disease without factoring in their mental health condition or their living condition or where they live, again, the social drivers, then the data has consistently shown that we are not able to really help uh, the member, which is why, but a holistic view really helps us to like target that member, you know. Oh, I see. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, when I think about elderly people and vaccines, they often have difficulty, you know, signing up. They have difficulty getting to it. So if you could identify someone who might have those problems and reach out to them, proactively, you can, you know, possibly save their life. It's really, it really is, we are in a life death, life and death situation now. So that is a... Yep. a and home health too is an important piece. Right now, yeah. if you read some of the future of care, it's not just in the hospital. It could right. be in their homes with a lot of the new technologies. Yeah. Now we've talked about the fact that Anthem is on this migration to the data cloud. What challenges have you encountered and you and the organization encountered along the way on that migration and how have you overcome them? Yeah, no, absolutely. One of the key core values of Anthem is information security. Anthem takes security of its data and the personal, whether it's the uh, the PHI, which is the protected health information or PII, which is the personally identifiable information now, yes. we take that very seriously in terms of safeguarding that for our members. So when we started the migration to the cloud on-prem, because we had everything within our four walls, we incorporated a lot of security principles, data access, data traceability, like data security or encryption at rest, data protection, which is tokenization and detokenization was one of the hardest things uh, for us to overcome because of all the tight security policy and principles we had to establish. Yeah. Now, we've been through a crazy year. Yeah. Crazy, I guess it's been exactly a year since this COVID thing started. And we're not out of the woods yet. And you look forward over the coming year 
when you look at the technology trends combined with what's going on in the world of healthcare, what are the most important trends in cloud computing and data analytics that you see coming or needing to come in the next year? Yeah, yeah, great question. So I feel that the pandemic has really accelerated digital adoption, not just it's not an anthem thing. I think it's across all industries and I think even more within healthcare, which means that there is a lot more data available and mentioned about Anthem's approach of digital first tools to virtual care, to physical, you know, which means we are really radically transforming the whole paradigm of where care, where and how care can be delivered. And the data is in the center of everything. When you look at it, data and health are key, they're intrinsically linked with each other. And from our perspective, with data being in the center of everything and turning those data into actionable insights and making sure those insights are integrated into the right workflow, whether it is the provider or the care provider who's caring for a member, or we have built a lot of Sydney, you know, which is our flagship consumer application, integrating that data into uh, the mobile app or, or even helping sharing this information to our care managers who in turn work with our members to help them navigate through care. I see a big acceleration in terms of timely, actionable insights accelerated because of some of the innovations that are happening. And from a community standpoint, I feel you know social drivers of health, like one of our core pillars for this year is community. Now, so how do we leverage all the data? Some of it is at the member level, because some of it is at the zip code level. So how do we parse all of this information and leverage that to serve the people who are really in need? We talked about the food insecurity or people who need transportation or the most vulnerable population. How do we help them? How do we tackle care for those providers or, or how do we really help them at the time of need so we can really help uh, reduce their burden. So th those are digital first technologies accelerating the, the innovation and really servicing the people that are in most need of healthcare. Yeah. So that's really where I would see some of this, you know, heading towards. Yeah, it's interesting when you think about some of the things that happened in the midst of COVID yeah. in regard to healthcare. It's not like we're going to go back to the way things were before, yeah. because in fact, we discovered that some of these new techniques and new approaches are superior. They're superior in terms of improving healthcare and improving, you know, connectivity, yeah. all these kinds of things. So it seems the ability to deliver insights wherever care and however care is offered is really going to be very important this year and yeah. going forward. Yeah, that's cool. I see the future. What a fascinating modern age we live in. Is this what the future holds? Now, I want to ask you to put on your visionary cap now for a minute and look out not one year, but yeah. five years or more, several years out. How do you see the data cloud impacting business and society? Yeah. I think collaboration with the ecosystem would kind of become a standard affair when we talk about 
data insights. It, it won't be just looked at as, well, this is what is needed uh, within uh, Anthem. You know, this is how we need to look at it from an ecosystem standpoint. And, and that would also include the, the communities as well, right? Because I, I think with uh, digitization and technology revolution, uh, it's not just a few companies who are driving the uh, in innovation. Uh, we feel innovation would be driven across at all levels, which means greater access to you know, actionable insights, etc. But I, I, the one that I am most excited about is around the theme of how do we leverage this to uh, really well, focus on, again, uh, the term, the most vulnerable or like uh, solve the, the social divide right now and leveraging the power of the data we have. Like technology-wise, I feel that compute on demand will really help us accelerate from the time data is available to making it actionable. From days, it will be in minutes because of the compute. And then even the, the varieties of data, right now the data has to be structured in a certain way to become actionable, but all the data that's sitting in documents or in a lot of PDFs, et cetera, will have the same approach that we currently do to turn that into, to sparse through that and turn that into uh, like a valuable insights so it can be leveraged across. So I, I see, and you know, paper and facts are uh, some of the current ways of communication would definitely disappear. Uh, digital becomes the main line of uh, communication. For your information, there's a lot more to ogres than people think. Really need to dig deep and get to know the real you. In the real, up close and personal. You talked several times in our conversation today about like data for good and some of the things reaching underserved people and things like that. And that was in the context of Anthem. But I know that just on a personal level yes. that you and your wife and your son have done quite a bit of volunteer work. Yes. So volunteer work is very yes. valuable, especially yes. at a time like this. I'm wondering when you go and do that kind of work, do you also get insights that help you yeah. kind of, you can bring back to Anthem in, in the way you think about delivering healthcare and expanding the delivery of healthcare? Thank you for asking the question. Yeah, my, my, my wife, she's a medical oncologist and uh, my, my son is a 18 year old high school senior. As a family, um, volunteering is something that we have done for a long time. And I, I think uh, during the COVID crisis, uh, we have put in, lot more hours because we feel there was a big need for it. What Where it really helped me is when you see something in action, you kind of can take that and put things in perspective and, and then come back at least and leverage, okay, how do we scale this, right? You know, because we can, as volunteers, you can only touch so many, you know, so many people. But if we can really leverage the, the power of data we have and see, okay, how do we leverage it to scale and share those insights to the communities across the country? So those are some of the, the key insights I was able to glean. And even in the discussions with our leadership, uh, share some stories and even tell the team to see, okay, this is the data we can use to make it actionable. And even from a care perspective, my, my wife, um, 
being uh, an oncologist and uh, most of our patients are immunocompromised. There were a lot of discussion about like, uh, should they come in person or putting off care? I know you mentioned earlier about COVID pandemic. People are even putting a lot of like much needed care, you know, postponing it, which could lead to a, a bigger impact on their health. And, and we have data that shows that. So how do we leverage technology to help them feel comfortable, you know, so they can do the televisit? Because it may be easier for a certain segment of population, but for like the senior population, they may not be used or they may not even be comfortable. So those are some of the, the community things that uh, we feel that even though we might have touched a few consumers or much needed help, but translating that into where we can use our data to scale it is uh, something that uh, really uh, proud of. Yeah, you know, I think that's very important. When I look around these days, I think that this COVID crisis may actually have a positive impact in the recognition, a very widespread recognition of the need of how we depend on each other and on the need to serve the underserved. And I think also we have a new administration in the United States that wants to expand healthcare coverage. So I think there's a lot of wind blowing in the direction of providing better care for more people. And I think, I think everybody in the healthcare system wants that. And if we can use data as one of the elements of making it possible to deliver very effective and also efficient healthcare in the way it should be done, I think that'll be at least one good outcome of this very sad period in world history. But anyway, I'm so encouraged to talk to you today to hear the kinds of things you're thinking about personally and also the kinds of things that Anthem is doing with data along those lines. So to me, it's actually been a very inspiring conversation. So I I want to thank you very much for your time today and for your insights and and the stories you've told. No, thank you, Steve. I appreciate the uh, opportunity to talk about Anthem and how we are helping uh, simplify healthcare for our members. Thank you for the opportunity. The Data Cloud World Tour is making 21 stops around the globe so you can learn about the latest innovations at Snowflake's Data Cloud at a venue near you. Join your fellow data leaders at one of our full-day events to network with Snowflake customers and technology partners, attend educational breakout sessions, and learn how to drive more value from your data. Find an event near you at www.snowflake.com data cloud world tour.